Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. An incredible personal honor to be here today in my home county, right here in Brandon, Florida, the house. It is not coincidence. It is not coincidence that Ron DeSantis went to Brandon, Florida, which is just outside of Tampa, to sign a bill turning into law banning vaccine mandates. DeSantis is precious. Tony Katz, so good to be with you. Tony Katz today, always a pleasure. 833-GOT-TONY-833-468-8669. That is the number. But DeSantis taking the the vax mandators to task. Look, uh, why can't people make their own decisions? What exactly is wrong with you? COVID in the process. And now they're being told that they may, you know, have to have their walking papers. So that's just fundamentally wrong. And we will be able to do it. We recognize, unlike what you see going on with some of the federal proposed mandates, other states, is we're actually doing a science-based approach. For example, we recognize people that have natural immunity. You have natural immunity. You have natural immunity. Whatever a a private employer wants to do, you're automatically exempt because of natural immunity. And I think that that's... And there are people who want to tell you that natural immunity doesn't exist. It's not real. It doesn't matter. Oh, that's just conspiracy theory. Oh, that's misinformation. It's not misinformation. It's just not misinformation. Now, are we going to find in more study that that the vaccine can do you better? Sure. Possibly, maybe, I don't know, probably not, definitely not. What are you, ignorant? It's it's one of those on the spectrum. But the forced vaccine is, is a valueless proposition. It's a valueless proposition. And so I'm happy to see Governor DeSantis uh, taking a lead on this very important. It's also important to just look at people say you need to mandate, right? They, they, they're justifying these mandates, but we know, and the data is very clear at this point, uh, COVID vaxes are not preventing infection, okay? It's just not. Gibraltar is the most um, uh, vaccinated country on earth. They just locked down their Christmas celebrations. They're not doing it. Ireland has 90 plus percent adults vaccinated. They're reimposing restrictions because you're seeing surges. And so, look, that's just that the data tells us. So to say it should be mandated when you can still get it, this is a personal choice. And so that's what we're doing. And that's the science-based approach to say that this should be a personal choice. The other issue is, you know, I said a week or two ago, I said, OSHA's putting out this rule. Uh, they're going to say that whatever you need to do, but they're going to move the goalposts and they're going to say, if you don't have a booster by a certain date, then you're unvaccinated. You could lose your job. People tried to say, oh, you know, that's not what they said. Well, now even Fauci is saying he wants the boosters to count. New Mexico said, unless you do the boosters, they're going to consider you unvaccinated. So uh, we, we reject that approach. That approach would upend. 
That would upend a lot of people's jobs. I can. But we're going to see forced boosters. The Biden administration planning to uh, planning to have booster expansion to all adults. And we're already here hearing people discuss the fact that, well, now if we're going to discuss vaccination status. I mean, if we're really going to get into a conversation of vaccination status, vaccination status has to mean boosters. It's what it has to mean. I mean, how could it not? This is the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, Boris Johnson. Boosters, it's it's very clear that getting three jabs, getting your booster, will become an important fact. And uh, it will make life easier for you in all sorts of ways. And we will have to adjust our concept of what constitutes a full vaccination to take account of that. And, And I think so therefore you're not boosted, fully, fully boosted unless you have three vaccinations. I mean, that's the argument. That is the continued argument. You need one more and one more. And they move the goalposts and they change things and no one is healthier for it. Well, that's not necessarily true. Someone could decide that they are healthier for it because they made the decision for, as Governor DeSantis was discussing, made the decision for themselves. Which is exactly what people should do. The people who are in the camp of forced vaccinations are not only wrong, they are as wrong as wrong can be. They will never, ever, ever be right. And so we are clear, they are not good and they are not pious. The mistakes that they have made, the mistakes that they have made, the danger that they have put people in. And if you want to say the vaccine isn't dangerous, well, some people think it is, and there are some, you know, anecdotal pieces of, of, of information there. I would argue that the vaccine is clearly uh, safe in, by, by and large. I would make that argument clearly based, based on the data present. But you told them they wouldn't have a job. You you threatened their, their, their livelihoods. You've got uh, countries that are taking away people's rights but still saying, hey, you can choose not to get a, a vaccine. You're just not allowed to leave your home. You're in constant lockdown. You're not allowed to have a job. You can't do this. But you made that choice. That's not choice. That's not a free society. And those societies aren't good and decent people. Those societies are trash. If I believe that about Australia and Austria... If I believe that about New Zealand, failing their people epically, what do you think I feel about the CEOs out there who go about force? And the mistake that is, and the danger that comes in. Now I'll tell you this, we were just discussing what's going on in the Rittenhouse trial uh, Producer Ari, there's a statement from NBC News. Oh, please tell me it's good. There's a statement from NBC News, and this statement tweeted out by Brian Stelter over at CNN. Here it is. Let me let me give you the background. 
Let me give you the background here. Somebody was following the jury. So they have a bus that takes them to and from a location uh, uh, to, the, to the courthouse, back to the location they, they head home. Somebody was following the bus. They got pulled over. They identified themselves as an MSNBC reporter. And they were told to follow the bus. Set this background here. Um... That's the judge in the case, Judge Schroeder. The jury in this case is being uh, transported from a different location in a bus with the windows uh, uh, covered so that they don't have to look at any, aren't exposed to any signs by one side or another or interest uh, in the case. And uh, so it's, I'm going to call it a sealed bus. And... uh, that's been done every day, and then they're brought here to this building. And um, last evening, um, a person who identified himself as James Jim Morrison, and who claimed that he was a producer with NBC News, employed uh, for N- MSNBC, um, and under the supervision of a person... What's going on? Oh, okay. Uh, under the supervision of someone named Irene Bayon in New York uh, for MSNBC, uh, the police, when they stopped him because he was following in a distance of about a, a block and uh, went through a red light, pulled him over and inquired of him what was going on, and he gave that information. Now, we were discussing this just earlier. It's like there's no way that someone in MSNBC told somebody to follow the jury bus. Except you note that Irene Bayon, who is a booking producer for MSNBC and NBC News, has spent a career with NBC because I was on her LinkedIn profile. That LinkedIn profile is now gone. Twitter profile is now gone. MSNBC has been banned from the courtroom. Uh, He's not here today from what I'm told. And um, I have instructed that no one from MSNBC News will be permitted in this building. I mean, that's huge. Now we have the statement. Last night... A freelancer, this is reported by Brian Stelter, so I got to assume that it is accurate, but you never know. Last night, a freelancer received a traffic citation. While the traffic violation took place near the jury van, the freelancer never contacted or intended to contact the jurors during deliberations and never photographed or intended to photograph them. We regret the incident and will fully cooperate with the authorities on any investigation. Nope. Not buying that for a second. No chance, no way, I'm not buying that. And hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to the social media. I'm not buying this. You? I'm not buying it. I don't believe them. There's absolutely positively no way for them to make this statement. It didn't take place near the jury van. As they read in the police report, as the judge read in the police report, somebody was following the jury van. So it didn't take place near a jury van.
Holy crap, they did it. Now, I want it known. I, I want it known. I want to be clear that what I said less than an hour ago was there's no way this is possible. I wanted to hold out hope. I said it was possible, but I wanted to hold out hope. There was no way they were going to do this. They absolutely positively did it. They named names. The names got out there because they're in a police report. Holy. Oh, people are going to have to answer for this in a huge way. This is problematic and msnbc should be in full-on fight mode for their survival sponsors should be leaving immediately you followed a jury van you did the thing honestly you might as well just name yourself msn barry a c show me the man i'll show you the crime that's out of control. They ha- People have to lose jobs. Sponsors have to leave. That's how damaging and damning this all is. I'll have more of it coming up. I'm Tony Katz.